Welcome to the Christ Life Ministries podcast. We hope you enjoy this message by Pastor Olubi Johnson. For more information about this podcast and our other resources, please visit spcconline.org. God bless you. I'm going to get to reason in a minute. But let me give you the overview of the agricultural plan of God for Israel, natural Israel, which now translates in the spirit to how God still deals with us today. Israel lived in a one-year agricultural cycle. It begins at the end of the Feast of Tabernacles. Feast of Tabernacles is really September of October. They harvest the fruits. Then, watch this. It is the seed of some of the fruits that they harvested that they start planting for the next year. So they now take some of the seeds of most of you are Gentiles. You need to become Jewish. How many people know that you're all Jewish? What's wrong with you? If you're a Jew, give me your hand. Show me your hand. Give me a wave offering. If you're not a Jew, you're in trouble. No, you're not born again. If you are born again, wave to me. Then look at your neighbor and say, Hello, Jew. He said in Romans chapter 2, he said, but who is a Jew? Who is one inwardly? Whose circumcision is not in the flesh, but in the spirit? All Christians are Jews. Spiritual Jews. If ye be Abraham, if ye be Christ's, then are ye Abraham's seed and heirs according to the hello Jew. Hello. Oh, be proud of your Jewish heritage. I'm very proud of my Jewish heritage. I met a, I, 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 I made acquaintance with a, a Jewish man. He's natural Jew. You know, um, he's American, but he's also Jewish. He met a friend of mine whose children came to Life Fort. And he was discussing, they were telling him about Life Fort and all that they learned and all that they did. So he said, I have to meet that man. I want to meet him. They were telling him about my wife and I. So um, my friend gives him my coordinates. And he texts me or emails me. He said, my name is Judah. I won't say the other name because of public, you know, but his first name is Judah. You know, and I met these people. And they told me about your school and your alumni and all of that. He said, I am so impressed. He said, I myself, I'm Jewish, though I grew up in America. I think he was even born in America, he's, but he's Jewish. You know, he went to Harvard. He went to some other of the top universities. And he said, I like what you're doing. He said, because, you know, even in Harvard and all of that, we do a lot by developing our alumni after they leave. You know, and he said, look, we need to do some work together. He said, I've got some school, secondary schools, that, both in the States as well as in, 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 um, in, 
in Israel, I would like us to have some cooperation with. And I said, sure. You know, so I, 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 I started, com we started communicating. You know, we became, became, I've never met him physically, but we become good friends. You know, he has my number, I have his number, you know, and I call him Judah. You know, so I was now telling him some of these things, you know. So I, I said, I said, you know, I said, anti-Semitism is foolishness because it's based on a lack of knowledge. Anti-Semitism is, is a big word for hating Jews. <laughs> you know, I said, because all Christians are Jews. He said, what? I said, yes. I said, we're all Jews. We're seed of Abraham. We're all Jewish. Not physical Jewish, not biological Jewish, but we're spiritual Jewish, which is even stronger than the physical one. So one day I was explaining all these things to him. You know what he said to me over the phone? He was listening to me and he was getting excited. He said, my brother, you're on fire. You are on fire. He said, just keep saying it. He said, just keep saying it. He said, you are on fire. He said, we must get together. I said, yeah. This was before uh, it was COVID. So all, all the things that have happened and then with this attack, this last uh, October, you know, we've not been, but I'm trusting God that in the new year and in the year to come, you know, we'll be able to get together and also all the things we're planning to do. I even plan to bring you to Nigeria. <laughs> so when this attack in October 7 happened, he was one of the first people I called. I called him immediately in Israel. That same day or the day after. I called him at first. He didn't pick his phone. Ah, I was disturbed. So I called him again. And then I he either texted me or called me back. I can't remember. I think he texted me. I said, Judah, how are you? I said, where are you? He said, oh, I'm fine. I said, it's the family. He said, they're all fine. I said, are you in Israel? He said, yeah, but I'm okay. So I said, we're praying for you. And, you know, everything is going to be okay. And he said to me, thank you, my brother. He calls me my brother. Because I explained to him. And this is true for every Christian. You don't know who you are. You don't know your heritage. Jews that behave like Gentiles. Think like Gentiles. Eat like Gentiles. Don't let me go there. I went there on Wednesday. I won't go there today. Shaki, her body. Eat like Gentiles. Oh. God have mercy on all of you. And I didn't hear one amen. But getting back to what I was talking about. We're Jewish through Abraham, spiritually. And um, so, the Jewish culture and um, you know, the agriculture is based on this. At the beginning of every year, the year beginning is not January. Hmm? We call it 
um, it's trumpets. Um, what do we call it? There's a name for it. I've, I, it just escaped my mind. You know? Anyway, it's in September, October. So we bring in all the harvest and everything. Then we, huh? What do you call it? No, yes, tabernacles, but there's a Jewish name for it. What? Rosh Hashanah. Thank you, my brother. That's a proper Jew. <laughs> all right. Rosh Hashanah. Rosh just means head. Head of the year. You're Jewish. Rosh Hashanah. So what happens is that they, they, then we have the Feast of Tabernacles. We give thanks to God. We celebrate for all the blessings God has given us. The blessings God has given us didn't start in Rosh Hashanah. It started in Passover, which is Pishak. Then we, we, we have three harvests every year. We have the barley harvest at the end of Passover. Then we have the wheat harvest at the end at Pentecost. Then we have the fruit harvest at the end of tabernacles. Now, once all of that is over, because the, 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 the harvest months are from March, April, right through, you know, to June, July, that's when the sun comes out, right through to September, October, all those are. Then we start planting. So we begin to plant immediately after uh, tabernacles, you know, which in Jewish is called Sukkoth. S-U-C-O-T-H. They call, pronounce it Sukkoth. Depends on your accent and where you grew up in. Anyway, so you now plant the seeds immediately after like October. You plant it. There's a little bit of rain, but it's not too much. You know? You get a little bit of rain. It's called the early rain. That early rain, its purpose is very simple. It's to soften the hurt so that you can plant the seed. It's not for the harvest. That's what the Bible calls the early rain. Then, once you start approaching, once you get into the new year, you know, the, our own Greek Gregorian New Year, which is around March, April, you know, um, February, March, April, it gets a little bit more rain. Then we do our first harvest. Our first harvest is Passover, where we do the barley harvest, as you see in the book of Ruth. Then we have a second harvest. I'm teaching you to be Jewish. You know, the agriculture. Now I'm going to bring it to spiritual in a minute. Then you, 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 you do the um, um, wheat harvest at Pentecost. And then at the end of the year, we do a last harvest, which is the fruit harvest. And it repeats like that. Year after year. Now what this TJ? Every seventh year, you let the land rest. You don't plant. You don't harvest. It just rests. We know that now from agriculture, uh, crop rotation and all of that. You let, so that it gains back its top soil and everything. And God told them, he said, you must uh, trust me. The sixth year, I will give you enough harvest to cover the two years. You know, they didn't do it. So God said, you're going to go to Babylon. 
You're going to bear for 70 years. So the land will enjoy her, all the seven Sabbath that she hasn't enjoyed. She's going to enjoy it now. That will not be a portion in Jesus' name. <laughs> As if that does anything. <laughs> you know, we have this religious idea. Anyway, let's get back to what I'm talking about. Seed, uh, rain, and, and fruit. So what, what happens is this. That, that's why I gave that overview because it's a general principle. So now you, you're, not, you're not in the spiritual. You're not bound to February or March. Or, but anytime you take the seed of God's word and you plant it in your heart and you start to water it and you start to give it sunshine in the way in which I have described to you, you must be ready to wait. Because between, Pastor Bigger, this word of God, I respect, you know, it's no surprise. It's written by the most intelligent person in the universe. The person who made the heavens and the earth. I was somewhere yesterday, I was telling them. I said, I'm going to give you three evidences that, you know, incomfort, you, you, you cannot argue with them unless you're unreasonable. And even if you're unreasonable, there's one word God has for you. It's called fool. <laughs> I'm being honest. Number one, the heavens declare the glory of God. Number two, our bodies are fearfully and wonderfully made. The DNA. Number three, the history of Israel. Those are not things you can argue about. They are facts. These three things conclusively prove that the God that made heaven and earth, the God that made his physical body, is the same God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob who has been faithful to this natural Israel that we can all see. And I want to appeal to my Palestinian brethren, and I call them brethren because they are also seed of Abraham. I have no problem with the Arabs. I have no problem with them. Hello? I'm being honest. They are seed of Abraham. You know what God said before I read that scripture about Isaac? Abraham was begging God. He said, God, that Ishmael might live before thee. God wouldn't get angry. God said, no, don't worry. Concerning Ishmael, he said, I've heard you. I'll make him a great nation. He said, but in Isaac shall my seed be called. God has no problem with the, with the Arabs. He loves them. Just like he loves everybody else. But the problem is, if you want to destroy Israel, then you got a problem. Like we say in Houston, we have a problem. I was sharing with Joshua and Alafia yesterday. I said, I, I took them to Psalm, I think it's Psalm 83 or somewhere. You know what it says? He says, let us cut them off from being a nation. That's the plan. That's why there has not been peace. Israel is ready to live in peace. You know, my growing up years were one of the most privileged years on the earth. I lived in the time of the greatest history of the earth. In the time of the evolution of computers, you know, I was born in 1959. The computer was invented in 1946. By 1959, we had punch cards and all of that. I've seen everything. I've used log table, slide rule, <laughs> electronic computer, and, you know, uh, iPhone. I've used everything. You know, it's a, it's a great, it, was a, it was a great time of human history. And I've seen how God has blessed humanity. I want to tell you something. You cannot fight Israel and win. 
1967 war. 1973 war. This one too will soon be wrapped up. Saul, Saul. It is hard for thee to kick against the pricks. God loves you. He wants to bless you, bless your children. Live in peace with Israel and you will be blessed. Why? Why make things hard for yourself? My son Joshua is looking at me and saying, Daddy, don't go there, don't go there. <laughs> I'm speaking peace. I'm serious. We love Israel. We'll, and we love the Arabs. God has nothing against the Arabs. He loves them. Go and check it. It's Isaiah 19. Assyria, Egypt, and Israel. He said they will live with peace in the land. God has no problem. Assyria, the work of my hands. You know, Egypt, you know, by uh, my, my, my people. Israel, my inheritance. God loves all of them. The problem is, when you have made up your mind, that you are going to destroy Israel. Ah, then you got a problem. So you sow the seed, and then you have to wait some months. Between tabernacles and Passover, how many months do you have? Six. Go to Esther. Six months. That's a bigger. Six months of bitter odors. You don't get anything for six months. See, that's why most people give up. The same thing is true of revelation knowledge. When I started praying the Pauline prayers, thank God I had Kenneth Hagin in front of me who had gave us the example. He said for the first six months, nothing happened. Why? The seed was being sown. It was being watered. You don't start getting any harvest until after six months. It follows the agricultural pattern. Then, after another two months or so, seven, eight months, you get another harvest, which is the wheat harvest. I like the wheat harvest. Then at the end of a year, you get, and that's exactly what happened in the book of Esther. The first six months were bitterness, you know, myrrh and bitterness. Then the second six months is sweet odors. So it's a general principle. I've given you scriptures. It's a principle. If you sow a seed, if it comes very early, praise God. If it doesn't, stay with it. Be ready to wait. For six months, you don't get anything, you keep watering. Keep giving it sunshine. The word of God will not fail. Isaiah 55. Let's go back to it. As we begin to close. It's still on my side. Isaiah 55 verse 10. I'm going to read it again in the light of what I've said. For as the rain, stand to your feet. We're about to close. Who's still on my side? For as the rain cometh down and the snow from heaven and does not return thither, but watered the earth. The earth is your heart. And maketh it bring forth an bud or bring forth fruit. 
that it may give seed to the sower and bread to the eater. Pastor Bega has got it. Because you see, when you get, when you get your harvest, some of the harvest is going to be the seed for the next year. You don't eat with all the ten fingers. Oh, may God teach us. You know, it's true in every area of your spiritual life. There's a part, most especially financial. You don't eat all your seed. God bless you, one millionaire, you're blowing. No. God bless you, one million, you put 200,000 aside. The, the 100,000 is the tithe, is the seed. Then another 10,000, 100,000, another seed. That's going to be the seed for another harvest. That it may give seed to the sower. I didn't hear you. And bread to the eater. Verse 11. So, so shall my word be that goeth forth out of my mouth. It shall not return to me void. Take it to the bank. This, what I've taught you this afternoon, take it to the bank. Take that seed Put it in your heart and start watering and say, it will not return void. It will not return void. But it shall accomplish that which I please and it shall prosper in the thing that I sent it to do. Now what the word promised, it would deliver. Ha! I, you know, I just remembered what Gabriel said to Mary. Young virgin girl. Hail Mary! Our Catholic people. Thou are highly favored. And so on and so forth. Don't let me, don't let's go there. It says, you will have a son. And he shall be head of the house of Jacob. You know, and he will save his people from their sins, blah, blah, blah. How? How? How shall this be? When the Christmas season. How shall this be seen? I know not a man. This principle. What I've just taught you now was what was put into operation. The Holy Ghost shall come upon thee. And the most power of the most high shall over. I've just given you the seed, Mary. Now we're going to water it. That's what Gabriel told her in short. Do you understand? We're going to water it. And within nine months, you're going to have a boy. His name is going to be Yahushua. And he will save his people from their sins. And that's exactly what happened. It prospered in the thing that God sent it to. And you know what Gabriel told her? You know, in order to encourage Mary, you know, she said, and your cousin Elizabeth who was called barren this has sixth month can you see how seeds are following seeds your life should be a constant pattern of seed harvest seed harvest until Jesus comes 
and your and your kinswoman Elizabeth. This is the sixth month with her, which was called barren. Thank you, brother Ibrahim. You got it. He said, "For no word of God shall be impossible. Nothing shall be impossible. What I've given you, no devil can stop it. Only you can stop it by not watering it and not giving it sunshine." If you water it and you give it sunshine, it will bring forth fruit. It will prosper in the thing that God has sent it unto you. 2024 is going to be a year of victory for you. If, you know I'm always conditional, <laughs> you will do these things. It's not, a, it is not enough to plant seed. We're all used to planting seed. Especially when we put the money with it and everything. <laughs> You know, it's not enough just to speak God's word. You must water it with the water of the Holy Spirit. Then you must also give it sunshine. The sunshine of the sun of righteousness. No, the demons have not been invented or made that can stop it from bringing forth fruit. So I don't know what you're facing. You go to God, you know, after this afternoon, you go between now and the uh, watch night service, start finding what, and then go and get the seeds from the word of God of the things you want for the new year. Plant it. Then start watering them. And then give them plenty sunshine. And you will get forth fruit. Let us pray. Talk to God. Thank you for listening to this podcast. We believe these words have empowered you to live a victorious, transcendent life in Christ. Our mission is to equip God's people for service and build up the body of Christ until we all reach unity in the faith and in the knowledge of the Son of God and become mature, attaining to the whole measure of the fullness of Christ. We encourage you to enjoy and share from thousands of resources, including books, sermons, prophecies, and articles available on our website, spcconline.org. Thank you, and God bless you.